Welcome to the first episode of Twist and Hunger, where your hunger for light begins within you. In this, our first episode, you kind of get to know us, what Twist and Hunger is about, and our outlook on where this podcast is going. So, if you're looking for something refreshing, like a little southern sweet lemonade on the front porch, some real talk from real people, which is actually meant to inspire connection instead of distance us, then you're in the right place. And who knows, your light might be the one we want to hear about. So let's get started. Hello. Hi. So have I told you how much I love you lately? <laughs> um no actually no okay so hopefully Danila won't get jealous but this is our third time trying to record this podcast that is right we've done this this will be the third time and we plan on releasing this rendition (laughs) so whatever happens is going out there that's that is the commitment of a 15-year friendship that whatever happens is going out there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even matter. It wasn't even supposed to be all that serious, nope. but I think it's the fact that Spectrum makes it even worse. I hope they don't try to sue us for saying this, but it sucks. I feel like they know point they, in suck. <laughs> they already know that they suck. Um, and they don't care because honestly, you have no other choice. <laughs> I have no choice. I feel like they're holding us hostage and like you will have the most sucky internet service. Like you will, you will have it. And I'm like, okay, if that's if that's what we got, that's what we got, yep. you know? So for our listeners, the first was the first attempts were super distorted and crazy simply because my service on my end. Um, I doubt that it's Samsung because Natanya has Apple. I I'm pretty sure that it's more so that I have Spectrum and everybody around here, especially since everybody is home, is having a hard time with it. Yeah, maybe we should um, add some of the distorted stuff to our blooper reel. <laughs> we can do that. We can do that somewhere towards the end. But right so now, people- it's just... It messed up our good stuff. Yeah, so people will appreciate us not releasing that because it was awful. And we probably would turn away any chance of getting any listeners. (laughs) And one of the things is I'm I'm supposed to be a millennial. We're supposed to be millennials. So I feel like I'm supposed to know how to operate this stuff. But Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened. I feel like I was born... In an old person's body, well, a young person's body, in an old person's soul, mind, and technology ability. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really don't get it. So if you guys are listening to this, please be nice to us because we have tried this 50 million times. And I'm going to promise you that there were some previous cuts that had some good stuff in it. Because we're old, we can't remember what was in there. But we it's are like, going to try doing it for the first time all over. Again. It's like doing it for the first time all over again. So we're just gonna we're just gonna go with it because this is already weird enough that we're even doing this. This is extremely weird. I mean, it's been. I feel like it's we've talked about it forever, but it's never kind of came to reality, and now it just is happening. Yeah, I mean, we could pretty much, what I've been trying to do is in these, this day and age that we are currently living in, we have to find the silver lining. And this is a beautiful silver lining that's come out of us being quarantined. Well, it gives us a chance to be connected to, not to just each other, but to everybody else, which is really hard when we're social distancing right now. But I feel like for the most part, like, News tells the news side of the story. And the part that I feel is missing is the part where just regular normal people can tell what they're going through and spread some light on some situations. We give each other some tips because we need to survive together, all of the above. And I feel like this is kind of what this is for. Yeah. So before we go off too far on a tangent, Why don't we go ahead and introduce ourselves, Courtney? Okay. 
Well, I'm Courtney. I am the creator, founder, whatever you may call it, of Twisted Hunger. It's been in the works for a little while in my head, but has never really come out. I am a licensed clinical social worker in the Fayetteville, Faynam. Shout out to Fayetteville area. And (laughs) exactly. If anybody doesn't know what the licensed clinical social worker is, it is basically a mental health therapist. So um, I see individual clients and a private outpatient. I'm also a serial dreamer. I love to dream about any and everything. I always have crazy ideas that are coming up in my head and wanting my friends and family members to come along with me in doing it. And most recently, I am a fiance. He put a ring on it. He put a ring on it to a pretty cool, cool guy that I know. We're supposed to be getting married or having a wedding in June, but COVID came and, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But Natanya, my co-host, is my best friend and Natanya. Yes, I'm Natanya. I'm the admin manager at uh, Enamel Art Studio here in Atlanta. I live in Snellville, Georgia, which is about 20 miles northeast of Atlanta. Um I'm a wife of six years, which is insane. Um, and I'm a mom of two beautiful little girls. I'm a introvert, extrovert, if that makes sense. But I'm sure we're going to talk a whole bunch about it. Um, I have severe anxiety. So I'm anxious all the time. I'm super empathetic, crazy sensitive. And I'm a proud, loud Afro-Latina. Whoop, whoop. Shout out to... Our Puerto Rican and Panamanian folks who walk around being able to like do whatever they want to because they want to be as beautiful as possible for no reason. (laughs) It comes natural. It does come natural. So, yeah. So, you know, we kind of started this and it's, I feel like it's weird. I feel like this is kind of like, especially with this COVID stuff going on, it's kind of like the twilight zone. We entered the actual twilight zone and now everything like crazy stuff that has been in our heads is actually coming out in real life. That's that's the crazy part to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I constantly think of ways that the world can come to an end like every single day. <laughs> um, so this is like, I'm kind of, I hate to say it, but I'm kind of like, "Mm, I kind of knew this was going to (laughs) happen. Really, though, every single every single day, that's what you think about. It's like I'm walking out. How is the world going to end today? Yeah. Yeah. That or how am I going to do something crazy? Like, oh, my God, I'm going to fall down the stairs. Like every single time I go up or down the stairs, I always think, pay attention take it so you do not fall um but I'm pretty sure that you're you're you have adult ADHD and also your stairs are legitimately pretty steep yeah and and I and I go up and down the stairs a lot um I think about things that like things that I'm gonna do that are gonna embarrass me today like I don't even think people realize how embarrassing I am because I'm so good at like playing it off like I literally trip every single day all day (laughs) I I, believe it I am obsessed with The Walking Dead I kind of fell off like I haven't watched the most recent season but I used to be so obsessed with it and like literally there are things going on in today like right now that have happened in The Walking Dead and I'm like where are the zombies? Like, where are they at? Like, is it going to be the vaccine that's going to kill us all? Like, where are the zombies? But real talk, I really think that most people are legitimately thinking that, like, okay, all of these end-of-the-world movies, post-apocalyptic movies have been out for so long. Which one is going to be closer to what the truth is going to be? You know? And it's, it's just so crazy how... Like imagination can be reality. It feels like, of course, we we hope that nobody turns into a zombie, and we are joking about that. But there's a sincere part that is like, wait a minute, like this is too out of this world, right? Like, who would have thought? Like, who would have thought today? Um, school has been canceled for the remaining school year here in Georgia. Um, we're on a shelter in place order statewide. Uh, there's no toilet paper in 
to be seen. Um, I mean, it's just insane. Like, it's just crazy. It's insane. Also, I read, um, well, I saw, I think on Facebook or something, that somebody said, this is the end of the world. COVID-19 is a distraction. And there's a meteor heading to the earth right now. (laughs) So the question is, which one would be worse? (laughs) Would you, I mean, a a meteor is pretty intense. You know, shelter in place isn't going to help with the meteor. You know, I mean. They want us to shelter in place so we can spend our last days with our family and our loved ones. And then (laughs) boom. I mean, hey, if, if they did do that, I would be honored. I'll be like, oh, well, thank you for me, like, not running around like a chicken with my head cut off during these days. Yeah, of course, you know, of course I didn't have the good toilet paper. But who cares about the good toilet paper? <laughs> you know? But still, it's, it's, it's scary. It's real life scary. At the same time, it's weirdly we. It's just weird. It just feels like it's unreal and a lot of people are feeling that and saying that like I will tell you mama shown about to have dread story a little bit later on <laughs> but I literally was thinking about walking dead and then you're right there in Atlanta like you're you're right there uh, in ground zero yeah. so uh, yeah. what if something's happening you're gonna be the first to go yeah <laughs> so this is a good stopping point for me <laughs> okay <laughs> so since i just volunteered my best friend to be the first to be eaten by zombies i want to take a break here to both send out an rp to my boyfriend and fellow southerner bill withers true tears for you a music legend and a part of my old soul by playing this classic and I'm also using it as a toast to finally making it through the first part of this podcast with my lifelong buddy and to let her know that I will samurai sword anybody any zombie I mean any living dead for you any day Okay, so <clears throat> the concept of Twisted Hunger has been with you for years, and we've also talked about doing a podcast for, wow, like, I think over three years now. So why would you say we're doing this now, Courtney? Well, and I don't want to put it in a morbid way, and I hope that people don't take offense to any of my jokes, because some of them really might be a little morbid, but it's, I mean, everything's going crazy right now, and I've been putting it off for so long that I'm really like, come on, why not now? I'm, I'm a millennial that seems to mean inherently that the world is ending every five seconds like it always feels like something is going on to our lives so I'm like you know I I don't feel like it's right for me to encourage people to put themselves out there and do their best and all this kind of stuff when I'm also not vulnerable enough to say all right you know I want to put something out there the reason why it even came about in the first place is that I was basically like, I want to say it was at least like five years ago, was coming home from work and I was over five years, but coming home and there was a whole bunch of stuff going on at work. It was a lot of like trauma stuff that I was dealing with as far as with clients and there was in kids dealing with trauma and all of the therapists that I was working with at the time like literally were just burned out they could not do hardly anymore and if you're a therapist out there reach out to us because we like to hear your stories sometimes good bad and ugly but we know that you're a human too and that's important although I don't want our audience to overly think about their therapists because therapists are trained to take care of themselves and we take care of each other But in this particular incident, I was coming home and we were all just like depleted. Shout out to any of my Communicare family. We just lost somebody a couple of years ago, Mr. BJ RIP, who was a really, really good friend of ours. And it was like 
basically I was thinking, you know what, we can't be the only ones that are trying to feed light into people's lives because it's going to be too much. Like it's continuously too much. And there has to be a way where we can take that light and basically encourage other people to start spreading light into their people's lives, into their own people's lives, and then to other people's lives. Because what we were finding is you can start to help your client, but if everybody around them is full of darkness and is downing them all the time, or they can't see a way out, then it's almost impossible to continuously reach that person. So I wanted to create something like this through a podcast, through getting people to get into action about something, um, to encourage people to start spreading light so that the darkness won't take over, you know? And I'm not specifically talking about COVID, but now it gives us a good opportunity to put it out there um, because it's scary and it's serious. And I don't think that people would have taken something like Twisted Hunger as serious beforehand until something like this happened that shows that, look, we have got to individually be responsible for something for ourselves and for other people. Yeah. And earlier you mentioned about us like being millennials. And we found out recently that people always think like millennials are like the young people. Right. However, we found out recently that millennials span from mid 20s to right under 40. Like Absolutely. And I think as a millennial, we've dealt with so much stuff and it's almost unbelievable. Like our parents are always like, what's your problem? Like, why can't y'all get it together? And it's like, we've dealt with so much and we really just want to be able to, you know, share some positivity with people. Um, I, I don't watch the news, Courtney, because it's so depressing to me. And yeah, an empathetic person, like I like almost absorb everything and I'm so sad and I'm so upset and I'm like, I just can't deal with it. I can't do it. So I think that this is going to be really amazing um, to have something that is positive and sheds light on stuff and gives people an opportunity to shine their light. Yeah. And one of the biggest things uh, to me about being a millennial is that people automatically assume that you're the person who only does speaks in emoji and all that. Actually, that is like the age right after us. Although everybody says it's like a big wide cast. They just think that if people are into technology and people are doing this, then they're millennials. But I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of people that are above the age of 40 that are social media freaks that I'm like, listen, please stay off of Facebook. Please stay off the games. Please stay off of this. I have just before we started this recording, I had to block my uncle on Facebook because he sends me a private message every day. Oh my God. Once a day. Is he going to hear this? (laughs) No, I doubt it. But (laughs) if he does, I have several uncles. Okay, good. Um, But like, because, and it's, it's, it's funny that you say that because I feel like, and I don't know if it's just me. I feel like you're kind of like this too, Courtney, like, you're not really big on social media. I do go on social media a lot, but I'm so self-conscious to post stuff. Like, I don't want to post that. I don't want people to think this about me. I don't want people to think this about me. Where people in their 40s and above are so freely posting any and everything, tagging everybody. Like, friend, like I literally, t- like, have a whole, like, court session to decide if I'm going to accept somebody's friend request. Absolutely. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, you can friend request me, and it will take me days. I'm not ignoring it. I'm literally debating whether or not to accept you as a friend, because I don't know. Do I want her to know my business? Like, I don't know. Well, I think what it does is it takes that front porch, junk talking, and people, if you're listening, we're from the... I'm from the South. Natanya is technically also from the South, although she is of Hispanic heritage. People, but I'm from like the country. So the front porch porch talk and the church folk talk is the worst talk you would ever hear. And Southern people, especially Southern women, I'm a Southern belle, so I'm just saying, we're really sweet. 
but you can be real spicy and shady too when you want yeah. to. Yeah, so, I was thinking spicy too. That was like <laughs> the first word. You were like, we're real sweet. And I'm in my head, I'm like, and spicy. And it's like having sweet tea with a little bit of Jack Daniels or, or something that's going to, some pretty, fireball whiskey. Pretty much. Exactly. And honestly, I honestly, I don't think, and we were just talking about this a couple of days ago, I mean, to know, like, we really don't want to live anywhere else. Like the South is effed up with you. But at the same time, I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I'm Hispanic, but I was born in Augusta, Georgia. I'm also a military brat, so I've been everywhere, but I've only lived on the East Coast in the South. Right. And it's like one of those messed up family type of scenarios where you're like, yeah, it's messed up, but it's my family. So, right. you know, like this is this is how we live and this is how we do it, you know? But I think with the social media thing for the most part, and this is not just Southerners, but it's that for the older population, it's really what they would say, but a lot of people aren't considering the fact that everybody can see <laughs> what you're posting. <laughs> everybody and it hurts people's feelings and it's really intense and some of the posts I've seen have been more harmful than some of the younger generation you know I mean that's that's real with the older population trust me it is real (laughs) right 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 so it's it's and it's social media affects so many people and it's almost like to a point where I want to quit it so bad I want to quit social media (laughs) so bad um because it, it's also very overwhelming with the different views and with everything that's going on politically right now in life. It's almost like social media has brought the ugly out of some of my friends. I worked in the restaurant industry for like forever and I have a wide, and Courtney, you have a wide array Absolutely. of type of friends. Absolutely. I mean, when, when we say we have a wide array of friends, like we literally like have every type of friend you can think of. Um, and, social media like literally brought me into like the ugly part of some of my friends that like I never saw before because I never met them like that and the things that they would post on social media I'd be like wow like you wow I never (laughs) thought you thought about that I mean you slept on my couch you know you slept on my floor in my room in college or whatever absolutely so I think that it's a very confusing time no matter what age you are I think that ageism is also real, both for older people and for what the people consider younger people. I use the word older very loosely because I respect age. I've always been the person who was sitting there combing my baby's doll, hit my baby doll's hair, listen to the grown folks conversation and understanding that you could find out some information if you just be quiet and you better not say I'm to anybody else. I'm trying to teach my daughter that so much and I think of you all the time because I'm just like why can't you just be quiet like I wouldn't even notice you if you didn't say anything. maybe she doesn't need to be quiet that's the whole point like yeah. I probably knew more than what I should have known really early on but it's the point is it's a confusing time for so many people um we as millennials have different reasons why it's confusing for us and I do agree with you that some people underestimate all the crazy stuff that people have went through that are millennials and I know that other generations have went through things also I'm not discounting that but a lot a lot of things in millennials life I think we thought that things were going we were taught that things were going to be laid out a certain way if you do a and b then c is going to happen you know and it just never happened like that it really didn't So we want to make sure that we are answering that call that people need to kind of get their voice out and make sure that they know that we're we're listening to you because they're saying that millennials are some of the most loneliest in the depressed generation, which is. Yeah. And I bet I bet you, Courtney, we just told some people they were millennials that didn't even even realize they're probably offended. Right. They're like, what? I'm a millennial. (laughs) Yeah. If you're under 40. And over what 24, 25? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're a millennial. Yep. So take it. I'm sorry. That's you. Um, so twisted hunger, <clears throat> although developed years ago, um, we're turning it into a podcast. Where do you think that we could take it from here? 
Well, I think one of the biggest things is, like I've said previously, kind of giving a real world perspective because I'm so freaking tired of people telling us how we are supposed to be feeling. I really am tired of that. Like, I think that one of the biggest annoyances of this day and age, which is why I don't really watch that much news and why I don't get on social media, is that everybody seems to think they understand what you're going through. And so they're telling you what you're going through. And from like a standpoint of some rich guy that has no idea, you know what I mean? So I want to be able to, even outside of the COVID-19 crisis, I want us to be able to tell the real story of what people like me People like you are actually going through on a day-to-day basis with this COVID crisis, yes, but also in real everyday life, but also in the light of that we are trying to make it better. We're trying to use little things, little tools to make sure that we can make our everyday better. And with all this stuff going on, they do so much, like 95% of it is the negative story. And so that's all we hear. And I don't think that they understand how impactful that is when you watch the news and you almost have an anxiety attack just watching the news. Like, that's not normal. That's not okay. And it's also not something that humanity is even used to. We're not even supposed to be getting all this information like it is. People talk about eating organic, but they don't talk about being doing things organically as far as it comes to mental health and things like that. And so I really want to hit on points that are talking about concerns that we have on a regular everyday basis, but also the light that we can put into our lives on a regular everyday basis. We don't want our everyday to become a nightmare all the time where we're just kind of Jerry springing our way, springering our way through life. Like it's not fair. Um, So really that's where it's coming from is that I really understand that mental health, small business, physical health, all that, the artists, the the entrepreneur, those kind of people, the student, the the kid, I want to hear what they're doing on a regular everyday basis to bring light into their lives. And then we share it with each other, stuff that we can actually implement real world every day instead of somebody saying, oh, you know, just go to this yoga studio. It's saying that, um, you know, you'll be younger if you do mindfulness every day. Okay, that sounds good. But actually putting that into reality is something completely different. So podcast wise, that was more your idea. (laughs) So you told me about podcasts. So you, you tell us why a podcast. Well, podcast for me recently, um, since uh, moving to Atlanta and the job that I work in the administration, I'm literally, I work for a small business, small art studio. So I'm only the person, only admin person in the office. And a lot of my tasks are like repetitive day to day. And I feel like podcasts is like the like the one thing that I get excited about every day to hear. Um, I'm a huge crime junkie. So of course, I listen to a lot of crime podcasts, but I also listen to like, I think like one podcast that's like every day, like just two everyday people just talking. And I just really love it. And it, it really has given me like a relief, like something like I'm not staring at my screen. I just have my headphones in and I'm zoning out at work doing my job and listening to something um which has been even during COVID-19 this is a big thing Courtney even though COVID-19 the last I think we've been in the house for like we're about to go on our third week of being in the house and the other day the girls are playing with their dolls in my room and I put on my headphones and listened to a podcast and just laid there and it like was so relaxing and it was just amazing so I'm a huge fan of podcasts um, maybe one day in a future episode, I could give you guys my list of like the 30 podcasts that I listen to. 30? Um, yeah, it's <laughs> a lot. Because some of them are like series where they like investigate a murder or something crazy and then they go off. But like, I, I mean, you could ask um, one of Courtney's friends ask for recommendations of podcasts. And like, I think one day, like I had forgot for a while. And then one day I sent her like, 30 recommendations and she was like whoa thank you (laughs) absolutely and I'm gonna tell you you put a fuel to the fire because we were actually driving to your house 
Um, I live in Fayetteville. Natalia lives in the Atlanta area. So we were actually driving to your house when she was requesting those podcasts. And we are way into scary movies. And so we wanted some scary podcasts. And so you sent one to us. And in the meantime, of course, like I said before, that I'm somewhat of a dreamer. I start spinning this elaborate tale and scare the crap out of both of us. We literally, we were literally like scared to walk in the grocery store. What's like, we started. Yes, it was so crazy. It was podcast can really be a relief, like release for some people. And the whole aspect of mental health. And this is why I was like, Oh, my God, Courtney, we got to do a podcast because Courtney has literally been my advisor in life for the past 15 years. And I've done some really stupid things. And I, I, I've always looked to Courtney for advice I might not always follow it (laughs) but she's always been there and to give me good advice or to help me through it after I did the stupid thing that I said I wasn't going to do that she told me not to do (laughs) anyways well first of all everybody's right to do the stupid thing so (laughs) a lot of times with my friends or my family especially the more mature I get and even with my clients in therapy I'm like listen these are your options whatever you take that's on you you know, we'll deal with whatever happens once you take it, but it's your right to do it. So everybody right. messes up. I have messed up. And that's one of the biggest things about mental health, too, that I like people to know. Yeah. And you have to you. I mean, there's been some amazing lessons that have come out of my mistakes. Like, absolutely. Like, you cannot pay for the lessons that have come from my mistakes. So, I mean, I don't have any regrets in life, um, thankfully, but I feel like mental health among a lot of communities, brown community, women's community, um, it's not really spoken of much. Um, it's not really, it's not really a thing. Um, my major in college, I got a business degree with a concentration in healthcare management. And one of my classes was like an in-depth look on America health insurance. And that was some scary crap, Courtney. Like, yeah, I believe it. I remember you um, telling me about it the fact that like you could go to work and work for a company and pay your premium and your company says you have health insurance, but then when you have a mental episode or something to deal with mental health, it's not treated equivalent to your physical health. You break a leg, you can go to the doctor and they'll give you a cast or give you crutches and it's covered. If you have a manic episode, um, you might end up not recovering for that. Even if you have, good health insurance mm-hmm. um it's it's seen as a specialty care which is absolutely absurd to me um a lot of insurance policies don't cover it at all um so you know i know that this this podcast can't substitute for you know actual mental health care however you know this might help somebody propel to realize that you know i need i need help or you know, I'm not alone. I'm not the only one that suffers from depression, suffers from anxiety. And me and Courtney joke about it a lot, about how anxious I am all the time, but I have horrible anxiety. Um, and it's, it's a real thing in my family, like in my community where I'm from, like, it's like, oh, you're just nervous. Like, why are you always nervous? Like, no, it's not just nerves. It's more than that. So I'm hoping that, you know, with this podcast, people can see that like everyday people like me and Courtney, um, you know, suffer with mental mental health and, and, and going to a therapist is not something that should be looked down on. Right. So let's stop here and we'll start another segment. <laughs> oh, so Courtney, I just like, hopped on Instagram right quick and I just read this thing that says Indian couple has twins <laughs> hold on guess what they named the twins girl what <laughs> Corona and COVID <laughs> no they did not I don't believe it that has to be an untruth first of all that is so millennial and <laughs> that between everything we're doing yeah, you have yeah. on Instagram real quick. I I don't understand how you don't get overwhelmed with that. Like that's the one thing that I will have to say. I can have a conversation with someone and talk to them for an hour, which is 
also very intense and overwhelming because I'm truly an introvert. Like Natanya is an extrovert with social anxiety and I am <laughs> like introvert, but I can have deep conversations about anything, which is typical of most introverts. Wait, and I basically wait. get along with everybody. Yeah. I, I, I thought about a great like antidote. Is that, I think this is an antidote. Okay. Tell me. <laughs> so with you saying that, like, you could literally have a deep conversation with anybody, like, literally yes. anybody that you, like, like, you could just meet somebody in the elevator and be like, da, 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 da. but I feel like they start with me, though. I feel like no. they start. So here's the antidote. I, and and I, I still will never get over this. Nashville, we go there for your birthday, right? Was it oh your birthday? God. No. It was, my birthday. For it was my birthday. No, 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 no. This is the first oh, time we went. Okay. We went for a bachelorette party. We, by the way, we love Nashville and we have plans oh, to return as soon God. as this Corona COVID stuff passes over us. Corona and- canceled my bachelorette party in Nashville just to let. We would be going next weekend. We'd be going to Nashville next yeah. weekend. Absolutely. Well, so, anyways, the first virtual bachelorette. <laughs> yeah, the first time we went to Nashville for actually a, another another close friend's bachelorette. One of your bridesmaids bachelorette parties. And she's also my birthday twin. So and she's also actually, your birthday twin. Actually, she's not um, focused anymore. She's Miss Ohm. This is true. So we went to Nashville. We go out partying. I can't remember where we were coming from, but we, we're going back to the Airbnb and an Uber. And I don't even, like, I can't even remember anything. Like, I don't remember anything from that. I don't remember anything in the Uber drive. All right. All I remember is that. Courtney spent an hour outside with the Uber driver. (laughs) (laughs) Not on no, like, I'm into you. I want to talk to you. No, like, she was literally giving this random Uber driver a therapy session. I swear. (laughs) Like, everybody thought she was so drunk. Everybody was like, oh, my God, Courtney's so drunk. We need to go get her, blah, blah, blah. I can't believe she's still out there. In reality, you weren't drunk at all. I was not. You might have been tipsy, but you were literally out there giving him a therapy session, and everybody was freaking out. And I remember, like, I slept on the couch that night, and I remember saying, like, I don't care what y'all talking about. I'm going to sleep. Courtney is... (laughs) That's Courtney. Courtney's gonna do what she wants to do. <laughs> and y'all can y'all can freak out all y'all want, but when she gets done, when her when her session is done, she'll be in here. I'm going to sleep. Good night. It's Bye. completely not on purpose. It really because I'm gonna tell you, like most introverts, I am awkward with small conversations. So like when people text me, that is completely overwhelming. And I'm like, okay, well, I have to sit down and think about what I'm gonna text them back. So I can't do it now. I'll do it later. And then I forget about it and everybody like thinks I'm ignoring them and I'm not if that ever happened has happened to anybody which I know it has but one of the things is is it's kind of like I don't be fishing for it it's mostly someone says something and it kind of triggers something and I ask a little bit of questions And then it just turns into something completely different. And the funny thing is, is that I am not a prior. Like I have a thing where I do not pry into people's business. Even my close friends, like you can come to my house and I won't ask you anything that's going on with you. And it's not because I'm trying to be like standoffish or make it about something else. It's because I really think of it as a sacred thing. Like you're business who you are it's a sacred thing and if you don't want to enter that then you don't have to but for some reason strangers at bars are are and you've seen this before they have came up to me and sat down and just started talking this is this is literally like I want to tell you she's lying but this is so true so this is why this is one of the reasons like I interjected this antidote just to say this this is one of the reasons why I think that this podcast is going to be really, really great. And we're kind of like putting two concepts together for the better. So we're putting Twisted Hunger together with a podcast. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And this is going to be, I think this is going to be really important, but I want Courtney to talk a little bit more about like, what are our plans for this podcast? Like, so we mentioned before, 
speaking on the mental health part of it, that brown communities, a lot of times we do kind of shy away from anything mental health wise. You, They want to write it off. And that's not always a bad thing. I personally think that some of it is a survival mechanism where you can't really focus on that because you have so much other stuff going on. So, you know, you ignore it and keep moving. But I think that this is a place where we can kind of shed some light on what it really is like. It's also one thing you spoke about the insurance and people say all the time, oh, just go to therapy, just go to therapy. But in reality, therapy is very expensive for if if your insurance doesn't cover it or if your deductible for young people, us, is is super high, $3,000, $4,000, and, yeah. and upwards, then, you know, you aren't going to the doctor that often. So you don't meet that deductible. You never meet that deductible within a year. And if you don't meet that deductible, that means that a lot of times your insurance is not going to help you when it comes to paying for whatever percentage it's supposed to for therapy, but people absolutely need it. Like we said, this is not a substitute for it, but what it is, even for myself, is an opportunity to talk to people on a massive level where people can not feel like they're alone, especially in this time with social distancing and where kind of our world and society has been going anyway. I feel like there has been so many dividing lines, but there's not been a lot of lines that are connecting people. And this is an opportunity for all of us to actually connect. So um, one of the things is we talked about the mental health part. We will be talking about mental health stuff. I will be having different people on here, uh, experts within the local community coming on, giving their take on certain things. We will be taking your questions about certain things and making sure that we kind of answer that on a, on a mass scale. Also, we'll talk a little bit about physical health. That's important because Natanya is super into working out right now. And I am like so jealous of that. I can't say jealous. I feel like shame. (laughs) Well, it's interesting because we've had our different times where that, you know, physical health was important to us. I think that this is the first time ever in my 32 years of life that physical health has been like a forefront in my life. I mean, you, you were an athlete, you're a track athlete. I was not an athlete. Um, I was a band geek. I did color guard. Um, but now as a mother, you know, um, as somebody that's getting older family who has, and I think this is like, everybody has some genetic thing in their family that they're like running from. Well, diabetes is a big thing in my family. High blood pressure is a big thing in my family. Cancer runs in my family really heavily. And I've actually been fortunate enough. And this is probably the best thing that I've found since being in the Atlanta area. Um, I found like this amazing boot camp. Um, that I go to like four to five times a week with women that are literally like older than me, younger than me, have grandkids, have no kids, um, white, black, Hispanic, like literally from all different walks of life, like women that I probably would have never in a million years like met, become friends with, or, or they've become my motivation. Like these women have literally, I'm like, oh my God, if she can do it, I can do it. And so we be in there, we be working out and we are led by like an amazing trainer. Courtney actually got to come. Yes, and work shout out, out to Fawn because I really like her. She's amazing. She's really yeah. amazing. Although I did, I did pretend I had to go to the bathroom because I was like, okay, I'm about to throw up on her floor because I can't breathe. So my little skinny self is going to pretend that I got to go to the bathroom because I cannot pass out in front of all these women who are acting like there is nothing wrong. This is like shopping at the grocery store and I can't breathe. (laughs) Doing it. Yeah. And I mean, it's amazing. And like, like the whole concept behind Twisted Hunger and this podcast literally is to like shine a light on people like my trainer Fawn who literally like and I say this all the time like at this point I'm not even doing this for me I'm doing it for her like I'd be like Fawn I lost another pound or I mean like she's just is one of those people that like just naturally has like a glow about them and really motivates you and encourages you and not like a pushy like negative wearing yeah like you you want to do well for her like you want to show her like look what I can do you know what I mean at the same time we talk so much crap to her because she's 
absolutely insane like the things that she wants us to do but then when I like take a step back to think like how far I've come um I don't know like Courtney I don't know we might have to post some pictures of like my before and after body because yes, COVID, absolutely. absolutely if COVID really if COVID really cancels everything somebody needs to see the work that I've been putting if it in cancels summer, <laughs> if it cancels summer then yeah. your bikini body all right, like I've been working on my summer 2020 body since last summer, and now I'm about ready to like show everything, let it all hang out, and y'all want to cancel everything. Like, dang it, COVID. Well, you know what? In the country, what we did was take a water hose, and let me tell you, like you would be having a whole. As kids, we'd be like, "Oh, we get to play in the water." We we thought we were going to the beach because we were outside. <laughs> With our water hose and our bathing suits on, and our mama sitting on the porch drinking whatever they were drinking in their cups, and we had a good time. So I'm going to encourage that for well, you. That's about to be me. That's, that's about to be. About to get me. I'm about to get me a lawn chair. I'm about to sit outside. I might need to put up some signs. You know what I mean? <laughs> about to get my drink ready, and I'm about to be out there, like because somebody is about to see this summer 2020 body. Somebody is absolutely. It's been a lot of work. And, and bring you know, those I'm kids like, to bring you some cheese and crackers while you out there or some celery yeah. on your help. <laughs> <laughs> some celery and hummus. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully we hope to, um, I would love to one, one of these podcasts to get Fawn on here because she's just such a ray of sunshine um, so that she can speak on more physical health. Um and some other topics we're going to talk about is what else we have here, Courtney? Well, let's take a break right here and come back. Okay. So a little brief disclaimer about myself. I am not perfect. In this segment, I used the wrong word antidote. However, I meant the word aniceto. One of my many flaws are my speech. I have a lisp and I was taught to speak by my mother who has a very intense Panamanian accent, which has caused me to pronounce words incorrectly. For example, I used to think that the word vinegar was pronounced vinegar, which you can imagine was a very uncomfortable situation when I realized I pronounced that word incorrectly. Throughout my life, I've become very aware of words I cannot pronounce correctly and have altogether eliminated them from my vocabulary. This word will now become one of them. So we need to talk about the last two topics and do a closing. Yeah, that's fine. Um, But I first, I really want to say that your mom just called me back. What? After all this time. 10, 11, 12. It's like 1 o'clock. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. And by the way, listeners, her mom is in Germany. And she, like, we're both jealous of both of our moms. I don't know if this is some Freudian stuff or whatever. But I feel like they live the absolute best lives ever. So for those of you who are 55 and above or even 50 and above, when we look at you and you think it's contempt, it actually is. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking like at you thinking your life yeah. is amazing. Ooh, I can my mom sometimes. Like, mommy, what did you do today? Well, um, well, um, <laughs> nothing really. <laughs> But next weekend, we're going to Spain. Like, yes. (laughs) And both of our moms love to dress up. They love to dance and have parties. And they are just, like, amazing. And I know that we're going to be those people if we can just get there. If if we could just get there. If we could just survive the zombie apocalypse, we can get there. But some of the other topics that we're going to be talking about, is actually like we mentioned people like Fawn and, and physical health, but other people who are also like local business owners, artists, and other people that are just spreading like period. We're really big on local period. I have this, by the way, there's this tea shop downtown. Uh-huh. I don't even know if I can legitimately shout them out, but they are absolutely wonderful. 
COVID probably has them shut down right now. It's called Winter Bloom. You go in there and it's like a magic shop. You know, I'm into Harry Potter. We're into Harry Potter. It's like a magic shop. You go in there and they're like asking you exactly what, what are your ailments? What do you need? What do you want? You're like, oh, well, I need, I want to feel better. I want to feel more happy. I want to feel relaxed. I want to feel calm. And they will literally be like, okay, well, and they'll pull some items for you. Let you smell it. They're so knowledgeable and just the atmosphere is beautiful. Now they will even put whiskey and bourbon mm. in your drinks. Can you did you not tell me they have liquor, Courtney. I was supposed yeah. to bring you here like right before the supposed wedding that was going to happen and us going there and just having like a hot toddy. They have all these kind of different combinations and everything. But we want to hear from places like that. We want to know what you're going through right now, what we can do to help, how you're also being really flexible and still getting by business-wise. We want to hear about your food trucks. We love food trucks. Like, I don't know uh, what that taco truck was when we got came out of Husk Hardware, but it was amazing. Just some random, like, I am literally obsessed with food trucks. I really am. There's a huge food truck culture here in Atlanta where there's like literally gourmet food trucks that like are charging you like $20 for a meal. Oh my god. Yeah, there's a um there's a lobster roll truck that like makes lobster rolls and they're like $25. Oh my god, that's crazy. I know here that is so crazy. I know here we have um the Blazing Asian, which is good. I'm probably not saying that. Is it Blazing Asian or Blazing? I don't know. The first time really you said good. it. The first time you said it, I instantly thought about a black and Asian person. I think he might be black and Asian. I don't know. I have no well, idea. I think about that because that that's okay. So I do. I don't remember if we said it or not, but I'm Panamanian and Puerto Rican, and me and my brother came up with the that we're Panarican, and so I'm really big on like the blending, <laughs> <laughs> the blending of names. Well, yeah. obviously, you're going to have a lot of future godchildren that are you want to be able to blend their name all the way because my yeah. fiance is Asian if you guys didn't know that already and we're going to have Blasian all over the place we're, we're just my mom calls it Blayotian she's already came up See, look, your mom gets it your mom gets it she's, she's for it all the way so we want to see the, your local business we want to see your artists too because this is a time for artists like introverts artists that are can use anything to create light really like this is your time because I know that you're at home and you're like creating stuff and you're doing wonderful things we want to hear about it we want to know about it we don't want to know your Instagram names or whatever I'm I'm old so I probably am not saying that right is it Instagram name what do you what do you call it I, I honestly don't know, and I feel like really anxious that you put me on the spot because <laughs> I feel like you're so much cooler than me. No, I'm not. I'm not. I told y'all. I told y'all inside. I'm. I'm old. I really am. So, we, but we want to know your Instagram. We want to know if you still get on Facebook because that seems to be ancient to younger people nowadays. Um, you know, we want to know about you. You want to know what you're doing. And why you're doing it, because it's that kind of stuff that continues to feed other people. And that's what Twisted Hunger is about. It's about you taking whatever your light is and using it to inspire others who then inspire other people. And that's the way we spread light. If we hadn't mentioned before this concept before COVID even happened, so I'm not being disrespectful. Please don't say that I am. Before COVID even happened, I thought of Twisted Hunger as being almost like a cure to the zombie virus. Because at the time that I was talking about earlier, where we were really burnt out and things like that, it was more so of thinking about, okay, darkness, is it seems like it's just so big now. It's just taking over everywhere. And, it, and the way zombies spread darkness is they bite one another and then they, the next person bite the other person. And it just spreads like crazy from schools to homes to the hospitals, all of that. And what I was thinking about is that really as a cure for darkness, um, Art of War is is a book and it says know the enemy and know yourself. And which means also that you can kind of take some of the strategies from your enemy and also say, oh, how can I use that for my own benefit? And 
part of that was thinking, okay, well, if darkness is spread by biting a person, then light should be spread in the same way where it's one contact from one person to the next. And if we can do that, if we can make a ripple effect, then I think it can make a difference. Will I say, am I this person who's like, oh, we're going to save the world. Hey, I don't know, but I am a dreamer. I'm just going to say. And so I think that hearing even high school kids, uh, middle school, uh, Natalia's daughter, her oldest is in middle school. And I think she's doing something. What? I mean, well, she's about to be in middle school in a little about. In oh, a, my God. In a little while, she's going to be in middle school. So after COVID is over, she's probably going to be in middle she school. She will because. And like the school is canceled for the rest of the year. Exactly. So she'll be, she'll be going to sixth grade um, in the fall, but that just like really hurt my feelings. Well, I, I'm sorry that I'm the one that told you that that's what is going to be happening in your daughter's life very soon. But oh god, but she's doing something wonderful and using her Spanish language to be able to you know teach other little kids during this time and I think that's just so amazing and wonderful we want to hear more about stuff like that so that it's not just what got popular or what's on the news it's what's going on in your everyday life so the other thing is homeschool a segment we call homeschool which just means that we know y'all are going crazy with your kids at home you know you are you don't have to be shamed Natanya I am not ashamed I am literally going insane psycho bananas crazy send help i would leave if i could I would. <laughs> dss please ignore that it's <laughs> <laughs> all the social workers out there that got kids it's like girl i know <laughs> i won't tell nobody <laughs> literally a struggle i am not the perfect parent i will never say i'm the perfect parent so this was going to be a really amazing um, segment in the podcast. Yeah, so because we're going to be able to hear from other parents alike. Absolutely, other parents who are going through stuff, and then also, how are you? You know, remedying it. We don't want to just hear from people who are just super young either. We want to hear from people who have some wisdom on them and may know some techniques and everything. So, Grandma, if you have it, Auntie, if you have it, please give us some advice because we need to be raised. I too. need it. Dude, we need to no. be raised. Millennials need to be raised. We need just a little bit more rearing. Okay. Oh, yeah. So that is absolutely fine. We we want to know it. We're also, my mother's a teacher. I have massive respect for teachers. I have very good friends. One of my bridesmaids is a teacher. And they have some really awesome, wonderful techniques. They're super creative. And we want to bring people like that. I have people who are principals and associate principals and things like that, that will be coming on, giving their take on certain things. If you have any questions, then we can throw it at them and see what they can come up with. So that's what our homeschool segment is about. It's just bridging that gap between school and home so that you won't have to go as crazy. Even when the kids go back to school, we still think it might benefit you. And then we have our questions and comments. Like, if you have some random question that comes up in your mind, we want to hear from you. If you have a random comment, a suggestion, then we want to hear that from you also. Because this isn't just driven by us. It's honestly driven by you. Because that's what my Twisted Hunger is about. And also Natanya's is that we take our light and spread it. But then that you feed us also. And that's why it's so important for us to engage with you. Yeah, I think that um, in the coming weeks, we, we hope to release a podcast weekly. Um, we don't know what day we're going to be releasing those, um, but eventually we'll get some type of rhythm to this whole thing. Bear with us. Um, we're new um, to all of this, but I think that once everything gets figured out and we move forward, it's going to be really, really amazing. Um, Courtney, do you want to talk about how people can reach us absolutely so the instagram name is actually hunger twisted i just found that out the other day does I'm somebody pretty, already have twisted hunger i think so i'm not sure okay. but for That's some reason it's hunger twisted um i don't know why so if we haven't changed then bear with us we might change it the website is twistedhunger.com 
super easy. There's also a book that's called Twisted Hunger that I've never read before, but that might come up in Google whenever you put it in there. But not us. Twist, it's not us. So twistedhunger.com. The website is going to need some updating because there's a lot of changes and flexibility that has had to happen because of the COVID crisis and things like that. Um, and then there's the email is twistedhunger at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions, any comments, then that's going to be one of the best places also to, to reach us. Yeah. Um, and I think that about sums it all up for this week. I really do. I think that congratulations. We did, you know, make it. I don't know if we can graduate yet. Okay, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe it's too (laughs) soon. We might be coming back for our fourth. Maybe it's too soon. But look, this is like the Hunger Games. It's like, look, anything we can take, we're just getting it, period. We're We're just grabbing anything we can take. So, hey, I'm okay with whatever. It's good. Yeah. Accepted as well. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming and listening to us. And we hope you come back. Absolutely. Hopefully so. If not, you know, give us a little wave or a hi or a like or whatever people are supposed to do on social media. I'm so not, I do not need to be responsible for that aspect of it because I'm, I suck at it. Um, But all in all, people, we hope you're safe. We hope that we're able to spread light together because right now the truth of the matter is that we need each other. We might can social distance physically, but it doesn't mean there's not so many other ways for us to connect. And that's one of the reasons that we're here is to be a little bit of that segue for you. So all in all, welcome to the twist.